Hey, are you dealing with any new aches and pains in your body? Well, go on over to thepurplesage.store and take a look at some of the CBD-infused products that they have there for pain management. They have some pain patches. They have lotions. They have creams and salves. They've even got the droppers for the CBD oil that you can put under your tongue. So give it a try. Hopefully it'll help. And hey, don't forget about your pup. They've also got CBD dog treats because, hey, your pups, as they get older, they start to get aches and pains too. So go on over to thepurplesage.store to get all your CBD products. Thank you. Hey everybody, it's MZ here with you, here on my final day for this trip's journey to Denver, Colorado, and I have a very special guest with me today. I have the one and only, and I mean the one and only, MZ to the two-squared power right here next to me. <laughs> Say hello though, there, uh, there, guy. Uh, hello, guys. All right. So, um, my man here is a major gamer, uh, starting out his streaming career. Uh, you can definitely catch him out on the Twitch under what would be your Twitch uh, account? Uh, WackyM42. WackyM42. So give him uh, give him a look. He plays lots of uh, Destiny. Plays a little bit of Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Little Roblox. No. Any Minecraft out there? I know you play Minecraft. No, not really. The kids love watching that. No, Even there's some senior citizens and folks. You'd you'd get a huge following. All right. So anyway, so we're here today. This is a. Uh, a kind of a PSA episode. There's a lot of scams going around these around these days that are a lot different than some of the scams you may be accustomed to. So this is kind of going to be our scammy episode, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. So when I'm talking about scams, I guess my first exposure to this type of scam was in, when email was just starting out back in 2005, 2004, 2005. I had a business and we were starting to use, we had been using faxing, but now we were starting to use email uh, to, to communicate with our customers. Well, so now as you're putting your emails out there, somehow it's getting to these lists and you're getting emails back from people asking and offering and trying to get you to do things. Well, this one that was going around back then was from a, a Nigerian prince and it was a, a letter that he pled for you, your assistance. He had millions of dollars that were stuck in a bank account. There had been a coup in his country, and he, he, the only way he could get access to this money is outside of his country. And he was reaching out to you for your help. And if you would contact him and provide him with your account information, he would make sure that that money was then transferred into your account you would then take a very um, generous reward and send the rest of the money back to his account. So that's that was what this scam was. And apparently it worked. There were people that contacted these and got their bank accounts drained. Very sad. So that was kind of my first exposure to it. 
And so that is kind of more, more of like a that's an email scam. Obviously, they call it kind of a phishing scam, I guess, because they're they're basically throwing like they're throwing a hook out for a fish. They're throwing you an offer, hoping that you're going to be attracted by that offer by one of those things that attract people. Greed being one of them. You you want a little bit of extra money, and you don't have to do a whole lot. Give some digits. They transfer some money. You transfer some money. How hard was that? But what is it they, they, that we always are told? If it seems too good to be true, what? Probably is. Bingo. That's right. So that's what we're talking about here. So, But some of these aren't even like that. Some of these are, they just, on their face, it looks completely official. Whether it be a, an official email with a, a government uh, symbol on it that then clicks to a, a legitimate-looking website that has government uh, terminology all over it. It looks just like their websites. Um and, and it still is a portal to uh, snatch away your information. And it's not in no way attached to whatever agency it said it was. It's one of these uh, folks that are out there scamming. So here are the top 10 that we're going to talk about today. And we'll just hit each one and discuss it for a moment. And then if we have any personal experience of anyone that we know that may have had, had or this may have happened to us, then we'll be sure to share it. And uh, then move on from there. But I definitely feel like that these are things that people really need to be aware of. Um, so the first one. Now, coronavirus is a big deal right now. Uh, there's the vaccine. There's testing. There, to me, my impression, now you tell me if I'm, on, if I'm wrong, it's confusing as hell to even really know about the testing, which test to get. Is it the nose swab or the, the cheek swab or... The quick test or the, uh, the the long test, or then if I'm going to get the vaccine, do I contact my doctor? Or do I go to a clinic? Or it's just it's really confusing. So when there's confusion, it opens people up to get taken advantage of, and I think that's what we have here. This one here is based around the coronavirus, and people are getting phone calls or emails from an agency that wants to help them get set up to take the vaccine or to get tested. And needs their information. So, if there's not a lot, if they don't know any different, then they may think that that's okay, and then they may fall for that. What do you think about that? Um, well, I know that I was supposed to try and get tested because one of the guys uh, tested positive at my work, okay. and I had no idea how to do it. Right. Because I looked it up online, and they just tell you, like, they don't even tell you, like, where exactly to go. They just give, like, the general areas, and then like a time that you can show up sure and then you sign up for like i guess like a list and then and then you wait in your the, car yeah, you or what because they, they can't have a waiting room anymore yeah, you just wait in your car and they hope, <laughs> you hope they call you before that the day's end right that's pretty much that's how terrible. i went wow did you get tested no i didn't i didn't end up having to oh okay all right because uh he tested again and he got uh, negative there you go which is also a new thing because i heard that they're sending like empty cotton swabs to the testing facilities no wonder it's negative oh it's coming back positive and it's an empty empty swab (laughs) oh that's terrible and then i heard that uh clearly one of the governments is sending like from not from the u.s but from like somewhere else is sending like bits and pieces of fruit on cotton swabs (laughs) what a mess what a mess well so there's all kinds of scams i guess going on both sides of this this issue it sounds like um okay so the next one this one usually hits around the holiday season. Uh, it's very common, but fake charities, and especially 
you throw in a global pandemic and everybody's heartstrings get pulled about people needing help. And it's just, again, how do you figure out what charity is an actual charity or that some dude in a basement that's just trying to get your money? <laughs> any, any thoughts? How do we see through these things? Uh, you'd really just like hope that you don't get scammed, I guess. <laughs> now, there are there do happen to be a couple of websites that you can go to that do a little bit of research on these charities to let you know how much of the money actually goes to the charity. Um, if the charity is, uh, is an actual, if it's a corporation or if it is an actual charity, which means that it's a nonprofit. So there's a big difference there. If they're, they could just start collecting all their money and saving it all up. And that's a corporation. Okay. The, the nonprofit side of charities means that all the money that they get brought in has to be sent out to whatever cause it is, or to pay the salaries of the people that are there. They can't be amassing a big war chest of money to, you know, who knows what with to it. do who knows what with it. Right. So that's that's kind of one way. So there's websites like this one, um, and the one that uh, uh, we'll put in the show, uh, it'll be in the show notes, so that you'll be able to click on it and you can go take a look at it. But, you know, you, the big ones like your Red Cross, um, uh, the Goodwill, um, we used to have one, the DAV, where people would donate donate stuff, then they would uh, put price tags on it and sell it to people. Supposedly, you would hope that money went to whatever that the DAV was a disabled American veterans uh, organization. So hopefully, that money was for those things that were bought would go to the help guys that were in that situation. But you never really know unless somebody's done the investigative work. So take a look at these sites, or you can do the investigation on your own. Uh, some people like to do that, but definitely. When it comes to charities, if it if it's a name you haven't you don't recognize, definitely look into it a little bit. And the internet, you can find just as much false information as you can true information, but you at least got to try to go through the effort uh, to try to find the, find out the information to begin with. All right, so the next one is uh, again because these guys are very very clever. If you haven't noticed, these first two we talked about all coincided heavily with what's going on in the world right now. And this one here is the next one is the same. This is an IRS scam about the stimulus money. Okay, so people are getting calls and emails or text messages supposedly from the IRS needing their bank account information so that they can deposit the stimulus money into their bank account. Now, my friend, if, if, if a stranger calls you up on the phone asking for your bank account information, how likely are you to give that to them? Not at all. That's the right answer. Because whenever you do your taxes, if you want a direct deposited, you just set up direct deposit on it. That's how they give you the stimulus money Yeah, is whatever you selected on your taxes. Now, but that goes back to what we were just talking about a minute ago about the coronavirus. That's only one of the ways. They're also sending checks. And they're also sending those debit card, prepaid debit cards again. Reloading the old ones, too. And they're sometimes reloading the old ones. So that's four different ways. And you know how I found out about it? Probably from four different people. Not, you would think that they would let you that know. the government would have it in a way that they could say, hey, everybody, here's the plan. We're sending this money out in A, B, C, and D ways. If you filed your taxes and got a direct deposit, you're going to get it this way. If you didn't and had to pay money in, you're going to get it this way. Whatever. But tell the fucking people what's going on so they know, so they don't get scammed by shit like this because they're confused. So it makes me sad, but I understand how people can fall for this kind of stuff yeah. because they're just not being informed. Now, 
I guess I could go to the IRS.gov website, I'm sure, and search through that maze of a website to try to find something that would tell me about this. But that's part of the problem, too, is these government agencies have these websites that are set up so unuser friendly. And I sometimes wonder if it's on purpose because it's almost like they're putting up that's like in a castle when they would drop uh, raise the drawbridge, that's the drawbridge. If you can't get through this confusing maze of a website that we've created that has the information but again, there's no instructions on what any of this shit and what it leads to, you'll give up. And you won't come and bother us. It's like the scammers try harder to make their their websites user friendly than the government. <laughs> they does. do. It's it's got a big button that says "click here to give me your information." Right? Yeah. Okay. God. Anyway. All right. So there's the IRS scam. So watch out for that one, folks. Um, not only are they doing IRS, but they're also saying that they're they represent the FDIC, which is the insuring uh, arm of the government that uh, insures your money that's in the bank. So yeah, just anybody that calls talking about your stimulus money over the phone, if they're initiating the call to you, the IRS does not call you. They send you a letter. Now, that's one thing that I can almost with 95% certainty tell you, because I've dealt with the IRS several times over my couple of years on the earth here. They're not going to call you. They will send you a letter, and it'll say everything, and then it'll give you a number to call. So if you get a call from the IRS, assume that it's not. All right, so another new one that's coming out, and this is just scam in general. It's not a specific type of scam. But the text message scams, dude, have you been get, getting oh, as yeah, many of these text message scams as I've When did that become okay? I don't know. To start texting people that shit. I, I understand sending me junk emails because I can, I can just not have to look at that. And I can understand the robocalling. But, dude, text messaging, that's a little, that's just a step too far, I think. Well, it's because they, they get your phone number from. Like, who knows what. But I know my phone number got compromised. It wasn't even me that compromised it. Wow. It was the person that had it before me. Oh, man. Because I set up the, the like, protect my information or whatever with the tax thing that I did. And so it told me that my phone number got compromised, like, four years ago. And so that's why that's why I'm getting all the texts and calls. And Wow. That's crazy. That. Well, again, so now just be aware, if you get a text message uh, that – Looks like it says, uh, "Hey, you just got a, a Walmart gift card. Click here to to get your, you know, uh, or your order at Walmart is is ready to be picked up. Click here to get the details." It's not, and you don't remember putting an order in at Walmart, or you don't remember, uh, you know, making that whatever contribution that this thing's talking about. It probably is one of these scams. So just you be, can be careful. look at the link too, and if it's not either a dot com or a dot. The government always only uses .gov. .gov's, right, for sure. So if it's not a .gov or a .com, it most likely isn't like a legit thing. Right. Because the scammers, I don't think they can use .coms. They use like bit.lys or whatever. Right. They shortens it down because yeah. it's got a, like 100,000 letters in it. Yeah, because some of those characters are like the actual link to get your information right. off of whatever you click on it. So yeah. it's better to just not click on any of them. Yeah. Be very careful. Okay, so here's the next one. Um, again, this one hops up a lot during uh, the school years, depending upon the different time, but grant scams. So I uh, like everything else in life these days it is very expensive for kids to go to school. And so grants are an option and sometimes the only option for a lot of families. And that's another part about these scams that really is unfortunate to me is they always seem to prey on people who really just are barely getting by anyway. And that's just 
shitty. So if any of you scammers are listening out there, fuck off. All right. Prey on somebody a little bit stronger than yourself. Leave these poor people alone. So anyway, you've got people that they want their kids to go to college. They may not have ever gone to college. And so that's a dream for them. And then they get an email or a phone call or now a text message of something that says, hey, kid in school need a grant? Take a look at this. And and it's not a grant. It's it's a scam. And the and then you're given their information to get the, the grant money transferred over. And the next thing you know, your bank account's gone. And it's just very sad to me. But that one, like much like all these other ones, when you get these things, take it with a grain of salt. What I would say, it's safe. Just delete them. Okay? I guarantee you, if that deal looks too good to be true, we already said it, it is. Delete it. If it looks okay, still delete it. Look up your own grant information. There's so many websites out there that have this, this legitimate information that if you're getting reached out to it uh, yeah just don't even take the chance it sounds like to me is that kind of what you're what you're getting from this well yeah because you can easily set up a way to just like be able to look it up online like and you can check which ones you're qualified for and if yeah if it says you're not qualified for certain ones and then you get a text about them i mean it's obviously right yeah government has certain ways that you can easily do that Oh, yeah, they definitely know everything about our, our finances. They, I mean, again, the FDIC is connected to every bank. Yeah, anyway, like, we're, we're not in the – this isn't the conspiracy theory about how all of our money is tied together uh, <laughs> uh, episode. We'll do that one later. Um, okay, any other thoughts on that one, on the grants? Not really. Okay. Uh, utility company. Now, again, global pandemic, people have been out of work. It's hard sometimes to keep your bills paid. People get late. It just happens. It's life. And so – What's happening now is we're seeing these folks reaching out as the utility company saying, hey, you're behind. And all they need, dude, it's, 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 it's just a gamble, right? Out of 100 people that they call and say, hey, you're behind on your payment, uh, you need to handle it right now with me over the phone, instead of calling... Are you kidding? Hang on a minute. He, we are, we are currently getting a phone call scam right now, live on on the podcast. That is ridiculous. He just had one pop up on his phone that was labeled as a scam. That's that's how bad these things are. All right. So, but back away from that. Oh my god, <laughs> that was hilarious. Um. So these utility people, they're calling up. It's so, but again, like I said, it's just a numbers game. If they call a hundred and ten, ten of these people out of the hundred, even ten, just one, All even they one, one person they can like get five hundred bucks just like that. You know what I mean? So, and and they can frame these questions in a way you would think, dude, I, there's no way I would get scammed like this by somebody on the phone. You would be surprised. These dudes are pros. Okay, they might even have written a, a, a read a book about psychology and how to talk to people and lead them into decision making. And by by that I mean they can find out if you number one if you are behind on your bill just by asking you and you and you saying yes i am ready all right so um the next one that we're going to talk about i hope that one was over we had to restart for a minute uh, if it sounded like we dropped in the middle of something we did but everything's fine nobody's worried we just had a phone call but the next one and I, I know we were talking about utility bills i think we got that all squared away just be cautious call your utility company that's 
that's the the lesson here. If you get any, somebody asking telling you you owe bills, you don't think you do, call the utility company. Look the number up on their website or um, on your bill. That would be the best thing is on your bill because that way you know it's right. All right. The next one is now. Again, I think this one kind of goes along with the global pandemic theme as well. Free Netflix for a year. Oh my! So apparently, people are getting offers for a free Netflix for a year because Netflix feels so bad about everybody suffering at home in a pandemic. So, how likely would you be to go for that free Netflix for a year to give away all your information? Uh, probably not, because if it's free, they don't need my information for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, so, didn't Netflix actually just increase their prices? Probably. I know. I uh, we have Netflix, we have Amazon. I'd usually the Amazon, obviously, because we get the it couples with the uh, Amazon Music and the it's actually a pretty good deal. Here I go sucking on the tit of Jeff Bezos again. Um, but Netflix, Hulu, there's so many of these now. I mean. Did we even save ourselves any money by breaking up the the cable companies? Now we're we're buying them individually and we're we're paying more Probably, in some yeah. cases than what we were paying when it was cable. Although I do have a friend that says they spend three hundred dollars a month on a cable bill. I can't even imagine. They probably have like all of the. Channels they they've got stuff. all the channels. They've got I think five different receivers because they've got uh, well, five different folks. They that live did there. that to themselves. Well, well, but I mean, again, if you divided it up, that's actually not between five people. It's like sixty bucks a piece. And you still have to watch all those commercials. Yeah. Some of them. So it's not worth it. Yeah. I'd rather pay like probably well, like but some of them, and have no commercials. Some of them I noticed would bundle Netflix as part of the satellite package. And what's the point of having the satellite I don't package? Know. It's, just Netflix, okay. it's just dumb. Okay. Now this one, I will admit I fell for this one. Big time. Uh, probably a couple of times. This is a social media giveaway scam. So what what you'll find, you'll see these websites. I, I'm, I find it on Instagram a lot. Now, do you get on social media a lot? No, not really. Not really? Now, what about you you uh, like chat groups and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen dudes trying to pitch some kind of scam in a chat group? Hey, click my link and see my or blah blah blah. You never not, nothing no, like that ever pop up. Okay, good. All right. Well, I'm sure they could. I uh, maybe I just gave him an idea. <laughs> oh hell. Yeah, I got that idea. Now we'll, I'm gonna be. We'll delete scammer. that one out. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so what you're gonna see, like on Instagram, is it will be a post by a company advertising a product, and they will say in the link or in the description we're giving away 10 of these so like share and comment and then we'll choose a winner and announce the winners some other time well so what they're doing is you're giving them your your information your your instagram tags right yeah and you're also tagging a friend so you've just given them two contacts so with those two contacts they can start dming people this spammy stuff about, hey, we're looking for, hey, how about this one? We're looking for models for our new product. If if you buy our product at a discount, we'll give you a discount code, and then send us a picture of you wearing our product or using our product, we'll promote it. And you know what? That'll help your get your Instagram numbers up. And then what do you do? You buy that product. And it's not even really a product. Yeah. There's really no product. It's like the... They just got you to give them money and... Send them a picture of yourself. Send them a picture of yourself <laughs> that they could use for whatever nefarious for purpose. Yeah. And you're not... There's nothing coming in the mail your way. <laughs> they just stole your money. <laughs> but that... This is, this is truth. 
Okay. Another one that, that's going around is a actual paid advertisement on a Facebook or an Instagram for a product. And in my case, the one that busted my ass was a lightsaber. I have a daughter who went through a phase that loved Star Wars so much. When they started this reboot, dude, that was that was it for her. She loved Star Wars. And so I, being wanting to be the best dad ever, wanted to get her a lightsaber one year for Christmas. And this advertisement, I, this was a legit, these dudes were bashing it out with these lightsabers. I was like, because that's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a toy, and they start hitting it around, so if it's going to break. These, these guys were hammering each other. I said, and it was only like 40 bucks. Again, too good to be true? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a, a, a dad in a moment of weakness trying to do something for his daughter that he loves that may have been struggling through some tough times and just wanted her to have a happy Christmas. He fell for it. So he orders this item. And it took so fucking long, he forgot about it until it finally shows up. Because <laughs> this was one of those Chinese, uh, uh, you know, like Wish. I don't know if anybody's ever bought anything off of Wish. Don't expect anything off of Wish that you buy to look anything like the picture of the item that you bought. It never does. So that's what happened in this case. So I got this. I came home and there was this little dinky box sitting on the front porch. And uh, it was a long rectangle. Not very long. It was maybe like a foot long. Uh, but it was, you know, rectangularly shaped. And I, I had no idea what it was. So I went inside, opened it up. Dude, this is the Mickey Mousiest looking toy lightsaber I ain't ever seen. I've seen ones at the dollar store that looked better than this piece of shit. <laughs> and, dude, that was 40 bucks. And I almost bought two because I was like, I want to play lightsabers with her. <laughs> but I only bought one. So, okay, guys, I don't know what to say. I mean, it looks legit. That's how they snare you in this stuff. You got to be on your guard at all times nowadays. There's just, it seems like there's always somebody trying to part you and your money. Because that's how they make their money. I guess. <laughs> all right. So in, any any uh, any comment on the social media one, or did I did I pretty much beat that one to death? No. Okay. All right. This one makes me sad. Online pet scams. Again. Global pandemic themed. People are home, lonely, may not know how to get a pet. They they think they're too expensive because they, you know, the the purebred ones and they don't even know where to start. And then they get this email or text message or phone call from somebody offering them a sweet little furry creature to help comfort them through these times of trouble and trial. Doesn't that break your heart? And then you find out that they're getting scammed, that these people are charging them three hundred to two thousand dollars for an animal that they never get, or if they do get it, it's some poor picked up from the pound or stray animal. It's just sad, but so be careful. If you, I highly recommend if you're thinking about getting an animal, and I, I do think, and I'm not going to get too hippy dippy and and new agey for you. But there is a comfort that we can get from animals that can be found nowhere else. They give you such an unconditional love. For for what? We treat them like shit most of the time. We ignore them. When they want to cuddle to us, we push them away. But when we want to cuddle, they're forced. We what? This giant picks them up and crutch, you know, uh, cradles them in its arm. What are they supposed to do? You know, some of these cat, little cats and dogs. So, just think about your little creatures. Treat them right. 
you know, they're going through a lot of stuff, too, with all of this. But if you do want to go and go to the local animal shelter, it'll break your heart to go and see all these poor little animals that are in there just wanting somebody to take them home. And now some of them may have problems, but you know what? We all got problems. And maybe the two of you together can get through both of those problems. So check out the local animal hospitals if you're looking for a new creature. I guarantee it'll make a change in your life. All right. Here's the last one. Oh, no. There's two more. Sorry. The last two on this list. Um, on Online or at home employment. Now, this is a scam that's been around for a long time, but I'm telling you what, they're doubling down on it now. You got people that are out of work, right? You got people that are underemployed, that maybe their, their, their wages have even been decreased, their hours have been decreased. Maybe they've been just, their company went out. And so, and then people are st- still scared. Nobody knows what the hell is going on with this virus. And if it's going away, is it is it coming to stay? And so maybe they don't want to go back out in the workforce like they used to. Maybe they want to work from home. And so this is, again, in a moment of weakness, people, when they're, when they're broke, when they're scared, they're more likely to, to make mistakes. And that's where they capitalize on you. So that's what happens here is this one is to reach out. This one's pretty complicated, so let me try to step through it as easy as I can. They'll offer you employment online. They'll even do a Zoom interview with you. In the Zoom interview, they will, of course, say how you're a perfect fit. They are going to send you a check for a large sum of money for you to deposit into your bank account and use part of that money to buy equipment for this online position. New laptop, upgrade internet, the whole the whole shooting match, right? But then the rest of it, you're supposed to buy gift cards and send it back to these guys. Now, that does sound strange, I will admit. <laughs> what? So, after you buy these gift cards and all of this, this new equipment, and you've sent the, the gift cards back, about that time, the check doesn't clear your bank, and it bounces. And all these charges hit your bank with insufficient funds, fees, and have you experienced any of those yet? No, not yet. Good, don't. That, um, that's when you get $0 or overdrawn, and they pull from your savings, and they charge you like $35 for the courtesy of doing that, of so move, automatically moving below, your money. So they just charge you and they more. charge you another 35 oh, So imagine that times maybe 10 or 15 charges. Well, yeah, because there's one for the check bouncing and then the overdraft and then... For every that, instance. Yeah. So this can really... This is a bad one, folks. This could wreck your finances big time if you were to fall for something like this. So, yes, it, that I would think the first trigger to me would be the sending you a check part. Now, the Zoom interview, that's that's common these days. But to me, when, when they start talking about sending me a check, how about you just send me the equipment? You buy the fucking shit and send it to me. That's how most business is done, right? When I go to work for a business, when you went to work, they provide you with eyeglasses, right? Safety mm-hmm. glasses. They provide you with gloves. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that what the employer is supposed to do? The employer is not going to hand you, say, okay, you go buy gloves with this money I'm going to give you, but then you're going to send me some of that money back. So nobody would do that. That's your first clue, I guess, to me. Well, what you can do now is I actually just recently found out about it, is if you get a check that looks sketchy, you can bring it to the issuing bank, 
and get Excellent it as a cashier's idea. check. And it'll drain their account immediately so you actually get the money. And then, But then what I think you're going to find when you go and do that, that it's not even a legitimate account. The account's either been closed or it's – but it's just a fake check that yeah, they sent you. It void – like you don't yeah. get in trouble or anything. But you it's won't get in trouble. Absolutely correct. Yeah. And maybe that they can turn that into the authorities – and pursue it further. Not that they're going to get anywhere, but still. Yeah, they probably won't even bother. Probably. But see, so, okay, so online employment, be careful out there, folks. That that one sounds super, super dangerous financially, and it could really uh, cause you a lot of headaches. So I, I, I can't tell you how to find a good online uh, work-from-home kind of situation. If you work at an office, I would recommend you at least address it with your employer that if your position can be done on a computer, it could be done at home. So that's seriously something I think you should consider talking to your employer about. Other than that, there's some that just can't. I mean, if you work in, in uh, the, the hospitality industry, if you work in restaurant industry, in the grocery industry, that you have to be in, in, in person for those positions. So I don't know. Anyway, each person's different. You're going to have to figure out how to handle it yourself. All right, last one, tech support. How many times is, have you had this happen? You turn on your computer. You go on the internet, suddenly some bullshit Microsoft alert pops up that says, hey, you've got a virus and you've got to click this button to go to our site to download our virus removing software, which is probably a, really about to funnel a virus into your computer anyway. Has this happened to you? Uh, I've seen the, the sites, Okay, but I haven't clicked on anything and my shit's not broken yet. Good, so good. <laughs> because my poor little laptop that's limping along is riddled with this crap. And I have to, I've, I've got some new software I'm trying to get. But yeah, I literally, it, it happened just before this trip. And that whenever I was doing the, the, the research for this, I actually literally had this one happen. I was on the internet, just like I described. It pops up, said Microsoft uh, Alert. It all looked legit. I mean, literally, if I had smoked a little bit too much weed that day, I probably would have fallen for this one big time because I'm, I, I would not have been completely – it all looked too good. It's got, it says Microsoft. It's got their logo. It, it clicks to a link that looks like a Microsoft website, and in, then it's not. It's trying to take my money. Dangerous. Very dangerous. So you've got to be aware when this stuff pops up. Now, there are sites. I'm not going to name any of them because I don't trust any of them anyway. But I know there are sites that you can go to and maybe even your internet provider might have internet uh, or a virus software built into their site that they can check your computer for you. I may have to look into that. But definitely it is the, the virus thing is a big deal. That is truth. It does happen. But you got to make sure you check, check out how to – I mean, do you run a good uh, spyware or virus software on your computer? Well, yeah, we – actually, I think we got one whenever we bought the computer. Okay from the people that we bought the computer from. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, my opinion on those, used to, I was like, all that upsell stuff is bullshit. But in reality, we live in a day and age, you've got to have something to protect your computer. Yeah. This is no different than driving your car uh, without insurance or you're having your house without insurance. If your computer is not protected, you're leaving yourself open to get busted by these uh, these guys that are living to uh, to take, take it from you. So mm -hmm. definitely get your... Uh, Get your computer in order. But, yeah, so when these things pop up, and, again, it could even lead to a, a to a phone a phone number that you call and an actual person answers. It's not a robo robocall. These people, it's actual breathing people that you're talking to, and they're shining you the entire time. They're completely conning you, and and they're okay with that. So, yeah, because that's what they get paid Because that's what they get paid to do. Um, all right, so uh, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Is there any anything else about scams? Any other scams? Now, there was an interesting one that you brought up the other day. 
uh, that I thought was kind of unique that you got to partic- not participate in, but you actually got to witness. You mind sharing that one? Keeping the names uh, uh, on, a, on a down low. Um, so one of my friends at work uh, a couple of days ago got a phone call from the, uh, I don't even, I guess like Border Patrol, I guess would be what it would be called. And they said that there was a package with his name on it and his address that was full of drugs and nefarious things and that they needed his, they wanted him to pay $500 so that he could get his package. <laughs> and it doesn't really make sense that they would still give somebody like drugs and <laughs> illegal things if you just paid him a little bit of money. Here's a little bit of side money. We'll forget all about <laughs> this, that it didn't happen. There are countries where supposedly that's a regular thing, but I've never heard of that. That's a new one on me. That seems crazy. But again, it's just a numbers game like we were talking about. They could call 20 people, and if one of these kids just act, has to actually be a little bit mixed up in, in some drugs, then maybe he gets spooked and thinks that it's true and and gets hooked by it. So yeah. one similar to that, I had a friend, and this will be the last one, at a place that, where I worked that he he kept his personal photos on his computer. Well, he also apparently liked to go to websites that he probably shouldn't have been going to, and... I guess stumbled into one of these where they got something on his computer and locked his computer down to where he could not access anything on it in any of his files, including his pictures, including his emails. It basically locked down his computer. And he was sent an email that for 500 or maybe it was $2,000, they would release that hold on his computer. So he went to our IT guy and... He didn't know what to do. That guy, he was like, well, I don't think the company's going to pay $2,000 just to get your pictures off your phone or off your thing. We'll probably just scrap it and just get another one. But he had to come up with that money in order to get those pictures. Those were memories. Yeah, and how do you even know that they're going to actually unlock your stuff? They just that's the money. other thing. And how do you know that they're not going to unlock it and then a, a day later lock it back up and again? And then ask you for more money. Yeah. I, can't, I, don't, I think they did pay the money, and I don't think it happened again, but I'm pretty sure they downloaded everything off there, scrapped the computer. But even then, dude, you better be scrubbing the shit out of those files you're coming off of there with. You know what I mean? I don't know how that even works. That stuff is is fascinating to me to think about that there's programs running within programs that will alter and change the code of those programs to manipulate them, to use them in a way that they want. I mean, it's, it's that's just crazy that a program is reprogramming programming another program. Does that sound as scary as it sounded to me? Yeah. Because <laughs> so, they, they have some where they can sleep on your computer. And yes, no and they timer, they're... they'll pop off at a certain time and stuff. That's scary, man. That's scary. All right, so this has been the Indecisive Podcast. I hope this has given you an opportunity to kind of think about just your your security out there on the internets. Uh, we spend a lot of time out there these days on the internets, and... It's a dangerous place. There's always just like walking around in, in a downtown city. There's dark alleys as well as you know shiny walkways. So just be careful where you're getting in around there and take care of yourself. We're signing out. Cheers.